You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. This is the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. It was not a good look for Giannis at all last night. It's Garland versus Joe, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80, presented by Progressive Insurance at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. That is your Dr. Pepper call-in line. By the way, if you missed any of our interview just a little while ago with Scott Perry, you're going to want to check that out and the rest of the show, for that matter, uh, by subscribing to our podcast, Carlin versus Joe. It is available wherever you get your podcast. Every single moment from each show every day is up there and updated. Joseph, I really was blown away by Giannis last night absolutely losing his mind at the end of the game, trying to get the ball back from the Pacers, whether it was because Giannis scored 64 or because Dame Lillard passed Kyle Korver at number five on the all-time three-point list. Giannis going nuts. It's not something that we've ever seen before. Show that kind of emotion against Miami last year. Maybe you don't get eliminated from the playoffs. Triple H say ESPN. Look at you. Is Giannis not showing enough emotion in the? This is a Giannis is a loser. Eight say ESPN. <laughs> this is such a fun story because you're right. We've never seen this from Giannis. We have never seen this from Giannis. Giannis and Steph are the two guys that I would never think something like this would occur. And yet last night we're watching him go berserk trying to get this basketball for any number of reasons. I mean, for anyone who's catching up on the story, Giannis goes for 64. So the thought process is that he was running down the tunnel to get the ball for his own accomplishment. He comes out later and says it's for Dame Lillard because Lillard passed Kyle Korver for fifth on the all-time three-point list in terms of three-pointers made. And then the Pacers wanted the ball so they could give it to Oscar Shibway, their rookie who scored his first career NBA points with it. So you got three guys fighting over the ball. I mean, first off, how many games have that much happened in it in terms of historical milestones? Not many, right? You can't have a lot of games where you got three different parties fighting over a basketball. Yeah, listen, uh, absolutely no sense. And not really even just to us, but to Rick Carlisle, the Pacers coach as well. There's a misunderstanding about the game ball. It was Oscar Shibway's first NBA, official NBA point, so we always get the game ball. We were not thinking about Giannis's franchise record, so we grabbed the ball, and a couple of minutes later, several of their players ended up in our hallway, and there was a big, I don't know, I don't know what to call it, a fracas, a melee, whatever. I don't think any punches were landed, but my general manager got elbowed in the ribs by one of their players, so he certainly has a bruised rib, and who knows? if it's anything more than that, but unfortunate situation. What would you call it? A fracas? Would you call it a melee? Melee, something like that. Brouhaha. How about a kerfuffle? A little bit of a brouhaha, a little bit of a kerfuffle. It it didn't strike anyone that diplomacy could have been the best option here. Maybe just ask. Why does something like this get so aggressive? That's the thing. 
It's not like there's this major sense of urgency. And then, whoa, whoa, whoa. Anyone know where the basketball is? Kind of had a big night. Yeah. They couldn't just talk to each other about this? Well, here's what's interesting. You heard in that answer that Carlisle said, you know, Oscar Shibwe's first point, we always get the ball. Listen to Scott Perry, our ESPN NBA analyst and the former Knicks GM just a little while ago on our show. As the home team, obviously, they're your basketballs. So when the game is over, the normal procedure is the referee will take the basketball over to the scorer's table, and then someone from the home team organization will come get that basketball. Because, again, they're in your arena, they're your balls. So and if there's a, a special event that happened that night or, or, or accomplishment that night, in this case, Giannis is 64 points or, or Dame Lillard's going, you know, turning, you know, becoming fifth uh, all-time in three-point uh, shots made, then you just, you know, the team would go ahead and give them that ball. Or if it was from the visiting team, a common courtesy would be to do the same thing. I have not, in my 23 years, heard of giving a rookie a, a ball for his first made basket which we both found which we both found surprising there's the mic yeah which we both <laughs> found surprising and i guess what i would say is i can't believe we're arguing over the stupidity right <laughs> because it's not even an argument for us it's just it's such a bad look that these guys are all going back and forth on this and that Giannis is ready to tear somebody's head off i mean he honestly he looked more fired up than he had for any of his championship run. Right. That's that's, And then to find out later it was for Lillard, it's like, all right, well, eh, why are you so fired up for Lillard? Did Is you he really your new friend it? and you're going to continue to try to prove to him that you're his friend? It's such a great story for Sports Talk Radio because there's so many layers to this nonsense, which is exactly that. I, I'm blown away by the fact that players who score their first points don't get the ball. Yeah, and, and I guess I shouldn't be the more I think about it, but I'm so used to it in baseball where every single accomplishment they flick you the ball or the bat. It seems well, like football anything too, you, do you baseball. score your first touchdown, they toss the ball aside. Yeah, so I guess we've seen enough in hockey for sure. Like the yeah. first point for Bedard, they made sure to get him that puck. So what's basketball's problem? Is basketball the cheapest of all the professional sports? Triple Eight say ESPN. Because maybe it's just a, the basketballs are too expensive, sort of thing. Oh my God, I. For Giannis, though, is it the just, same? How many basketballs are they using in the course of an average game? They I go through really hundreds like of baseball. Two. What only two? I think that I think what I've heard over the last day or so is they're only using like two basketballs because that's where it comes down to. Giannis scored so many points. If there's multiple basketballs, any one of those basketballs, I'd have to imagine would suffice. For Shibwe, it's very specific which basketball he used for his first points. And then for Lillard, I was wondering if maybe that was a third ball where he knocked down that shot. That would end up being it. But if they're only using two balls, someone's going to get cut off here. You, you know what? I feel bad for Shibwe. It feels like of everyone, he should get it. Giannis and Lillard are going to have nothing but accomplishments. And not, uh, But then again, Giannis, that's a it's a. Did they say that's a franchise record? The sixty-four score sixty-four. Yeah, okay. that's a big deal. Is he not going to do it again? He's Giannis. I don't know. I mean, I mean, frankly, I'm surprised. Game. I'm surprised he hasn't scored sixty-four before in a game. The bum. What a bum. Triple A ESPN. How big of a bum is Giannis not having scored sixty-four multiple times by now? Uh, 
We, I, we, I, we look at these accomplishments. The fact that you'd even think yeah. that. We look at these accomplishments. These, these guys have done so much. It's like, a oh, 64. He'll do it again. 64 points in an NBA game. So we're so I, cavalier about that. But here's the best part. And we heard this earlier, but I want to hear it again. Giannis's explanation for the whole thing. This is so good. I knew they had the game ball. I don't I didn't think I didn't have, they had the game ball. I knew they had the ball. First of all, you cannot. I, I don't know how it works, but um, I assume like I cannot just walk in, in any arena that I play and just take the ball. Like, Dame was fifth of all time. I scored 60. At the end of the day, like... The ball that uh, they gave us, I offered it to Dane. Like, I scored 60. He scored multiple times 60. He scored 70, and he, you know, uh, he should have the ball. But at the end of the day, I don't think it's fair for you know anybody. Uh, and I understand. Like, I understand when you score your first uh, point in the, in the NBA. Like, you want to have the ball, or whatever the case might be. Um, but at the end of the day, like we're talking about the the guy that um, you know skipped uh, Kyle Korver. In the all-time list, and uh, in my opinion, I feel like we should all, you know, kind of stop what we're doing and appreciate greatness. <laughs> so cold. He's so cold. Yeah, yeah, I understand when you score, it's important. But here are the things that are really important. Me and Damon Lillard. Shibway, Shibway, go enjoy the G League again. Hey, Shibway, you should just quit and go become an accountant or something else. Because you know what? Clearly, according to Giannis, whatever you have to say about anything doesn't matter. By the way, Q Myers, our good friend from Game Night, listening right now. Appreciate it, Q. Shot me this text. Uh, Shibway only made a free throw, one point, so he didn't need a ball. <laughs> <laughs> That's even more specific. His one point. That deserves a ball. All I can tell you is the funniest part of this whole thing to me is at the end of the day, in five years from now, that ball is either going to be sitting in a storage unit for Giannis or Lillard or Oscar Shibway is going to have it framed and mounted up on his wall for a free throw made in an NBA game. (laughs) You know it. You know it. I don't know. He was pretty – He, I, I I, find that to be humorous, but he was so hell-bent on getting that thing. I, it makes me think Giannis has some awesome memorabilia room. Dude, he passed Kyle Korver. I mean, I'm sorry. I wouldn't put that up myself. I don't and know. I've, I mean, top five – when you move top, this is the ball where I knock down to get into the top five all time. These guys, these collections are – they think about the ability to pass this down to your children. Like, when you're one of these guys, all the accomplishments, the jerseys, the jerseys you trade with other players, the things you accumulate, the all-star game stuff, the sneakers, the balls, all of it. Like, when you pass all that down, you're going to give it to a generation who can then go hawk it and then spend the money on a trip to Vegas. What'd you get in the will? <laughs> I got the Kyle Corver ball. Oh, come on. Corver taking shrapnel today. He's one of the all-time great three-point shooters, by the way. I was going to say, geez. Yeah, like, yeah, Corver no, I doesn't understand, deserve this. But I, I understand, but... Also, you know. very handsome young man. Very handsome. Just, there's certain people you get jealous of when you see him. Yeah. Me with him. It's like, look, you get the looks or the three-point shot. You don't get both. Same thing to you, Redick. You don't, you don't get both. And Duke, he gets two. Like, jeez. Some people, it's a little too, it's a little much. And that's bringing this full circle. Giannis, you've you've had enough. Sheboy can't have the ball from his his one point. I mean, what are we doing here? Carlin, you're right. Go drop 70. Talk to me when you drop 70. Then you can have a ball. Be better. (laughs) Speaking of Duke. (laughs) So dumb. Mike Dunleavy Jr. 
The Warriors GM just spoke with the media about Draymond Green's suspension. You are going to hear some of that in about 20 minutes. But up next, it is time to pick some losers for Week 15 in the NFL. Mm. And we got a lot to choose from. That's next on ESPN Radio. This is the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Sometimes to stay ahead of the pack, you need to roll a little different. Pick giant losers. Let's pick some losers. Losers! As we've said many times before, it's easy to go out there and pick the winners. You can do whatever you need to do to feel good about yourself when you do that. We tell you who's going to lose, which I don't know if you know this, probably just as important in terms of the information that you need. And this segment is right up your alley because you've been just cranky pants all day. So here you go. Just you know, get the feed right into this. Yeah, I really do. And there's nothing I like better than highlighting losers. And that's what we'll do. <laughs> it's Carlin versus Joe ESPN Radio. We are presented by Progressive Insurance and we are getting it done. Brought to you by Granger. Joseph, let's roll. Charges and Raiders. We talk about the pantheon of losers. We got Thursday night football. We got Chargers. We got Raiders. We got the Raiders, three-point favorites. We got Aiden O'Connell. We got Easton Stick. Joseph, who loses tonight? Kind of want to just pass here. I mean, the injury report. The Raiders are down two starting offensive linemen, including Colton Miller which is going to be a huge problem tonight going up against Khalil Mack, who's having a big season. Both starting quarterbacks are out. Keenan Allen's out. I don't know. I'll say Chargers lose this game. When in doubt. But then I'm sticking with the Raiders. I mean, good God. Yeah. Chargers, Chargers lose this game. Yeah, I'm going Raiders lose this game. And I have God no unearthly reason as to why this would be the case. But I feel like... We all lose tonight. What's going to be the highlight tonight? Let's be fair. The highlight's going to be Cranky Al Michaels. You think I got cranky pants on? You wait till you see Al Michaels tonight 
sitting in Vegas watching Chargers Raiders. Do you think Al's going to have the under tonight at 34 and a half? Oof. Oof. Probably. 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 I'll say this, though. Of the four units that are on the field tonight, the Raider defense, especially at home, probably the best of the four units. Okay. I'm trying okay. to find a silver lining here to say something positive. I still feel like the, the Chargers will put up, I don't know, 17 points, and that should be enough to win. No, I say No Ra- Keenan Allen, no Justin Herbert, no Mike Williams, Austin Eckler may be limited. That's a very bold statement to say that they're getting the 17. All right, hang on here. What's their team What's their team total tonight? Uh, the total's 34 and a half, and the Raiders are laying three. What's 17, 14, 18, 15? So what, 14? 19, 16, somewhere around 16. Okay. It won't be 17. Well, I had it close, put it that way. Okay. Give me the Chargers. Give me the, more importantly, give me the Raiders to lose. Steelers at Colts. Ah, the Steelers are one-and-a-half-point dogs at Indianapolis on Saturday. Joe, I'm saying that the Steelers lose this game. I think the Colts with Minshew, they, they've been impressive to get to where they are right now. And Shane Steichen's done a fantastic job with this team. He's in the mix for Coach of the Year. The Colts at home are even a little bit more difficult. I say that the Steelers will lose this game. Money on the Steelers, which I found surprising. I'll agree with you. Steelers lose this game. They have 10 days to get ready. Uh, the Watt injury, the Hightower injury are very important to monitor for the defense. I do not trust Mitchell Trubisky at all. This is the fifth time this year the Colts will be a favorite in the previous four. 4-0 straight up, 4-0 against the spread. All right. Broncos at Lions. This is very interesting. Lions are four-point favorites. Joe, I say the Lions lose this game. I'm worried about the Lions a little bit right now. They are giving up a ton of yards and points on defense. I don't like where that is headed, and I frankly think they've lost a little bit of their confidence. And speaking of confidence... I think it's safe to say that Russell Wilson and the Broncos have found some confidence after starting one and five, five and one since. All right, I'm going to disagree. I'm going to say the Broncos lose this game. I have some excellent stuff from ESPN Stats and Research. I had them looking into this today for the TV show. Broncos six and one over their last seven. Six they, and one, excuse me. They yes. have been one of the luckiest teams in the NFL. Here's what I mean by that. Six and one. In that seven game stretch, they rank number one in the NFL in average starting field position at the 35 yard line. All right. The gap between them in first and the team that's in second is the same as the gap between the team in second and the team in 21st. Wow. It is a monster gap. Their field position has been great. Now, on top of that, Denver opponents during that seven-game stretch, 18 fumbles, which is the most in the NFL. Denver's recovered 11 of them, which is also the most in the NFL. During that stretch, they're number one in takeaways, number one in turnover margin, and number one in EPA from turnovers. That is going to regress, and when it does, you're going to want to be on the other side. Broncos lose this game. I'm going to play the Lions minus the four as well. Texans at Titans. Uh, Titans, two-and-a-half-point favorites. I say the Texans get back on the beam this week, so the Titans will lose this game. Uh, I am curious to see C.J. Stroud continuing to play in the not uh, not most ideal environment. He's played in bad weather before, obviously, at Ohio State, but... I do expect them uh, to be in a better position here. Now, are we is Stroud definitively out of concussion protocol yet? I, I mean, if they're a dog of two and a half, I do not think that points towards him playing at the moment. All right, if well, he's, he's playing, that line's moving. 
Yeah. Let me double check that. I was operating under that assumption. I'll say while you're working on that, I'll say Texans lose this game. They're on the road here. Back-to-back road games. That was a physical one last week. Mike Mike Vrabel has done a nice job coaching up the Titans. They're going to show up for this game this week. I'll say the Texans lose this game. Yes, he is still in concussion protocol. Can I can I give it the simple, you know, issue of if he plays, they win. If he doesn't, they lose. Yeah, sure. How about this? Uh, whoever wins, that's my pick. I'll jump on that train, too. Whatever, whatever works Whatever works for everyone. That works for me. Good. Yeah. Cowboys at Bills. Uh, Bills going to lose this game. They're two-and-a-half-point favorites. Such a hater. It's not a hater. Yes, it is. It's following what they have given us with breadcrumbs this season. Bills are inconsistent. Bills had a huge win this past week. You don't think the Bills are capable of a letdown this week. I know it's the Cowboys at home, but you don't think that's possible that after that they are flying high. I could absolutely see the Cowboys wanting to go in and continue to prove themselves and smack around the Bills here a little bit. Think the over's the play here. You hating on the Bills leads you to pick the Bills losing this game. I'm going to hate on you. I'm going to say the Cowboys lose this Why? game. Why? What did I do to you? I'm following like, I'm the money. I'm cranky today, and you've done nothing but try to make me more cranky. I think the points are at Tells you everything you need to know about this game. As hot as Dallas is, America's team, Bill's kind of down and out. Bill's are still a favorite in this game. The Ralph is going to be rocking for this game. Dallas's home road splits, as much as we talk about that defense, 28 or more given up in the Philadelphia game, 40-plus given up in the San Francisco game. Arizona, at the beginning of the season, hung 28 on him, I believe. This defense is going to go outdoors in this situation. Josh Allen and the Bills are going to hang a number here. Ravens at Jaguars. Ravens, three-point favorites in Jacksonville. Joe, who loses this game? I think the Jaguars lose this game, but I'll, I'll be careful here. Be careful with the Niners, who are playing the Cardinals. Be careful with the Ravens, who are playing the Jaguars. Could be a potential look-ahead spot to a big game next week where they face each other on Christmas. I'm going to say the Jags lose this game. I'm just not sure if I'm ready to lay the three yet with the Ravens. Ravens are the top-rushing team in the NFL. Jacksonville's run defense has been very, very good this year. Uh, I would agree with that aspect of it. I'd look at the Jaguars. I'm going to say that the Ravens lose this game. Whoa, yeah. That's I'm bold. just going to I'm going off the grid here a little bit. This is kind of my last stand with Jacksonville. They've been so disappointing to me in losing games that they just had no business losing or getting their doors blown off in spots they shouldn't. Uh, I'm going to ride with the Jaguars one last time here. I say the Ravens will lose this game. And fi- and finally, Eagles at Seahawks. Eagles three-and-a-half-point favorites. Joe, I'm a little worried here about the Eagles in this situation. Like, I don't love the fact that they have to go back on the road after coming home from Dallas. It's been a brutal stretch, and it's back out west in the Pacific Northwest. There's not a longer flight in the NFL right now. I kind of think the Eagles are going to lose this game because nobody expects the Seahawks to win, and they feel like, well, this tough stretch for the Eagles is over with. I don't know about that. First ever Monday night flex game. This is the first one right here that was ever flexed in the Monday night. Congratulations. I'll say the Seahawks lose this game. Eagles getting the extra day of rest and a matchup here against a feisty Seahawks team. Don't get me wrong, but you're coming off the embarrassment against San Francisco, and the Dallas game was a humiliation. This is a pride game for the Eagles, plain and simple. It won't be pretty, but they're going to show some pride here. They'll win the game. Seahawks lose. With supplies and solutions for every industry, Granger has the right product for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Carlin versus 
Francis Joe, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 80. As always, presented by our friends at Progressive Insurance. So you may have heard Draymond Green has been suspended indefinitely. We've got the very latest you're going to hear from Warriors GM Mike Dunleavy Jr. and Joe. Some major news in the entertainment world that, quite frankly, is going to blow you's minds. That's next, right after Joe has this from our friends at Granger. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have both the knowledge and the experience to answer all of your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. This is the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Carlin versus Joe. Pizza money alert. Pizza, pizza. All right, let's go to the association. Boston and the Cavaliers get together tonight. We're going to bet under 226 total points. Here's why. Two days ago, these two teams played each other. They combined to score 233 points, seven more than the total is for tonight's game. Well, how did they get there? They both combined to shoot about 42% from three-point range. Now, to give you perspective on how that good that is, Oklahoma City is the best three-point shooting team in the league this year at 39%. Both these teams shot over 40% in that game two nights ago. So what am I getting at here? Regression. Those numbers are going to drop off a little bit, and when they do, we're going to cash an under ticket. Cavs, Celtics, pizza money number three, under 226 total points. Warriors forward Draymond Green suspended indefinitely. This is a culmination suspension. I'm told he wants to get help to try to keep this from happening again. You're going to cost yourself your ability to play in this league if you keep wailing on people. 
Well, that was the big news last night, and the Warriors have finally spoken about it. You're going to hear it right now. It's Carlin versus Joe on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Save when you bundle motorcycle, RV, and boat insurance. Visit Progressive.com. Chris Carlin, Joe Fortenbaugh, let's not waste any time. Got a couple of cuts here uh, coming from Mike Dunleavy Jr., the Warriors GM, who was asked if the suspension that the NBA doled out was the league's idea or the Warriors in relation to Draymond Green. This was just a little bit ago at his press conference. No, there is active collaboration. I reached out in a sense of, hey, we, you know, we understand there's a punishment that's going to take place, but this is also about, you know, supporting and helping somebody. And so they 100% agreed, you know, as did Draymond, his representation. So we, we've all been on the same page. And, um, you know, because you got to work together in these things um, as league rules permit for us to have one thing and the league to have another and, you know, crossing over and all that stuff. We we all need to be on the same page in this one. I think we are. Look, the Warriors realize that Draymond has got to get himself right here, but I guess what I'm wondering is how is this a whole lot different than what's been going on with Draymond for the majority of his career? Like, is this just a point where they have to – come forward and do something about it because we've had four in the last year itself? Or is this now, like, it's just gotten so out of hand. I guess my biggest issue is why hasn't a suspension like this happened sooner when this is far from the only time it's ever happened and Draymond has continued to indicate he's going to be himself and keep doing things like this. Frequency. The frequency's picked up. And I think that's what people have noticed. There was the suspension in the NBA Finals. We chalked it up. Passion. Heat of the moment. Really stupid, but it happens. Like, you got into a tussle with LeBron. Heat of the moment. Okay, fine. Then there have been the suspensions where, you know, he's racked up 16 technicals, so you have to serve a game. There was the thing in the playoffs with Sabonis, which I think caught a lot of people's attention because he stomps on his chest. Yeah. And when you're getting suspended in these playoff games, like these are huge games. And that was a seven-game series. Like everything mattered there. So that happens, and then the season eventually ends, so we have a cooling-off period. You come out this year, you got the thing with Gobert, and then you have this thing immediately right after. It's the frequency that's caught everyone's attention. And on top of the frequency, people have started to ask why. Why is this picking up? And I think even though we don't know it, clearly a lot of people are alluding to the fact that something is going on behind the scenes in his personal life. And when you put all that together, you come forward and you say, we're going to do an indefinite suspension. And this is as designed to punish as it is to help. Take the time to get the help you need so that when you come back, we can put all this in the rearview mirror. I I, I hate to put it like this, but there's no other way to put it. If he comes back... And he's not agitating or doing it to this level. Is he helpful enough to the Warriors? Like, not even to this. Oh, like, level. is this part of it? That. Like, does he have to be this aggressive? Yes, to like, be at is his this? Best? Yes, is this what he has to be to be exactly what the Warriors need? And sometimes you just because the the philosophy has always been the same, and you laid this out brilliantly earlier. Thank you. You're welcome. Draymond, the juice has always been worth the squeeze when you get as much as you do from him because it's not just about agitating and defending. He does a lot of things well. He rebounds well, and he obviously distributes well and helps set up that offense at times well uh, for that team. But, Joe, why ultimately would I believe that Draymond would be what the Warriors need 
if he's going to be a less aggressive player. Or if he's going to be at least thinking about that. I mean, it's controlled aggression, right? Like, that's what he has to learn. He has to learn controlled aggression. Be aggressive. Be passionate. Just don't punch the guy. Don't go one step further than everybody else in the NBA goes. Because that's been the problem. Crossing the line. There are plenty of guys who have been competitive. Plenty of guys who have pushed the limits. But they don't go this far this often. That's what he's got to figure out. Life is about self-improvement. Self-improvement, and that's for all of us. Nobody is perfect. That should be your journey in life. Constant improvement. Where can you get a little bit better each day? Maybe it's physical health. Maybe it's mental health, emotional health. Maybe it can be more charitable giving. Maybe it's being more patient with others. Maybe it's you name it. But we should all be striving for that. And for him, it's very clear. He's a passionate, emotional basketball player. That's great. You just got to find a way to not keep crossing the line. Like I said, high IQ as a basketball player, low IQ from an emotional intelligence standpoint. That's what he's got to work on. Well, here's a little bit more from Dunleavy on why the Draymond will actually be with the team during the suspension. For us, the thought process is, um, I think there's a lot of ways you can go about this, but I think we think for now the healthiest, healthiest thing is for him to be around. And, um, you know, that it may not be every single day, but uh, you know, we're not jettisoning the guy off somewhere. You want to keep an eye on him. That's what you're saying. Well, you also don't know, we don't know what the issue is behind the scenes. If it's something going on where there's a loneliness factor or something to that nature, and I don't want to speculate on it, but stay around your family, stay around your friends, stay around your teammates, stay around guys who can be there for you, right? Guys you can talk to, stay around the sport that's given you so much. I mean, basketball is a huge part of his life. If you get kicked out and you're told to stay away from this facility and you've got personal issues going on, like who knows? That's that's how things spiral. Times like this, if you're truly going to help someone, you got to be there for them. You don't just suspend them indefinitely and say, well, you know, we're doing this for you. Now the hard work starts. Now's where the people that are around him have to rally around him. Listen, uh, at this point, I wonder if he's ever going to be the player that the Warriors need him to be again. Not just because of what I was talking about before, but just in general, if if the Warriors are going to, at the end of this, be past the point of you're worth the headache. And if I can convince somebody else or if somebody else is convinced that they can use Draymond and he could be as helpful to them as he was to Golden State over the years, then it's time to move on. And that's what I would do after all of this is settled. It's Carlin versus Joe, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80, as we said, major news in the entertainment world to get to in just a moment. And there is a Thursday night football game tonight between two NFL teams by definition. The Chargers and the Raiders, Easton Stick, Aiden O'Connell. You might be thinking, why? Why? (laughs) Well, guess what? Joe has the reasons why. And they're financial. And they're next on ESPN Radio. This is the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. 
Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Carlin versus Joe. Pizza money alert. Pizza, pizza. All right, two more for tonight's game. Number one, under 34 and a half total points. I mean, I think this one speaks for itself. You've got Aiden O'Connell for the Raiders. You've got Easton Stick for the Chargers. Keenan Allen's out for this game. Two key starting offensive linemen for the Raiders are out for this game. Devontae Adams and Josh Jacobs are both questionable, as is Max Crosby. I don't know where 35 points of offense is going to come from unless you get five defensive touchdowns, which very well could happen in a game like this. So we're going to go under 34 and a half. In addition, it's currently six to one Easton stick to score an anytime touchdown. Okay. If you don't know Easton stick, he played four years at North Dakota state. I think he was like 49 and three in his four years there. He runs the ball. He runs the ball. He has like 41 rushing touchdowns. If they get near the goal line, he's going to try to run to get in, and it's 6-1. to So we're going to go ahead and take a shot there. So let's recap. Under 34.5 total points, Chargers Raiders. Easton Stick, anytime touchdown, yes, 6-1. to All written down. That's right. Stick, 6-1. to Stick. TD. Stick. I got to get him in before uh, I get on the plane later. I'm not sure if South Carolina has gambling or not. Does it? You know, well, you're going to Myrtle Beach. Yeah, <clears throat> it's going to be right on the border, so you could always cross over to North Carolina if they have it, and South Carolina does not. I don't know though. Does anyone know? I don't have it in front of me. Just mm. got back from North Carolina. Can't sports bet there. Tried to put money on Hofstra to cover against Duke. They didn't. Thankfully, you could do daily fantasy for college sports, but you can't bet at all sports betting in North Carolina. That's North Carolina. What yes. about the great state of South Carolina? I didn't see it on the states that were listed uh, around because we were thinking about maybe driving to South Carolina to put our bets They're in. Attaboy. Attaboy. Classic D-Gen special right there. No, D-Gen special. I almost texted Hanneman saying, hey, put five bucks on Hofstra to cover. That would have been degenerate special. No, all that's right. normal. You just ask a buddy to get the bet down for you? Crossing the state line to get your action down, that's a degenerate special. Calling Handman to help you out, that's not a big deal. That's a, you know, we're all friends here. I have done that before. I'd be happy to help out. Uh, There is no sports betting in South Carolina, unfortunately. Well, uh, you know, it's it's not not the end of the world. You'll be okay. Do you have a layover that you can put something in? In North Carolina. (laughs) (laughs) Can't help you. Curse you, Carolinas. I love the Carolinas. I'm a Carolina guy, but you know, not not. In this what about case. Georgia? Can you head south? 
I mean, None of these are, are close. These are long drives. Exactly. They're Head not, west of Tennessee? Yeah, I, it's a bit of a drive. Maybe yeah. take the night off from gambling. That's not even an option anyone's considering. Now, why would I do that? Yeah, it's, don't, <laughs> let's not be ridiculous here. <laughs> no, what this is going to be is what I have described to you before. On the tarmac in Newark, waiting to take off, trying to get in every last one while I can. <laughs> That's exactly what this is going to oh, be. Oh, man, I I completely spit the bit, and I went down to Mexico last year in February, and I'm laying by the pool, and I'm like, I could use a little daytime action, and I'm about to start firing, and just everything's telling me, nope, nope, I completely forgot about the location services, had to resort to a backup option because I got a tip on a horse while I was there. So I'm pacing around the pool trying to stream this thing. Everyone there is trying to relax. It's a res- it's a resort that like couples go to to relax and you got this one guy with a bottle of champagne in his hand just walking around the pool pacing trying to stream Aqueduct on like a Wednesday <laughs> afternoon. Spoiler, horse ended up winning too. Horse was like 4 to 1 and ended up coming through. So it was a great day. I've got company line in the fourth, honey. Yeah. Sit tight. She was like, what are you doing? And I was like, you know, I, you know, I'll just say his name's Mike. I was like, Mike, Mike texts me about a horse. And she's like, this is the problem with you. She goes, you come down here, you give yourself like four days a year where you can relax and you're doing this. And yeah. I was like, yeah, but honey, it's a lock. <laughs> I but, mean, but I'd honey, be stupid to not play it. Honey, Mike called. (laughs) I was like, I hear from him three times a year. It's always the same thing. And generally, it works out quite well for everybody. Carla versus Joe, ESPN Radio. I'm sorry. I have to call this breaking news. And I apologize if everybody knew about it and I'm late to it. But you know what? Breaking news to me and I am all that. Carlin versus Joe. Breaking news. Aware that they are making another Beverly Hills Cop with Eddie Murphy, and it's Whoa. coming out next summer. I, this is breaking news to me. I didn't know that. Yes, next summer we're getting. Be- is this number four? I believe it's five. Was there was there a four Beverly Hills Cop. Four, three was at the amusement park. I don't know what four was. Uh, maybe it is four. Anyway, this is called Beverly Hills. Feels Cop. like a detail you could have locked up before you came out with the breaking you know news on this. Don't. Don't, I have it's been cranking the whole show. I'm finally happy about something, and all you can do is can't wait to crap on it. It just I mean, feels like that detail. If I was asking you for the entire supporting cast, that's ridiculous. But but to let me know which— Well, I know that Bronson Pinchot is back in this one. Come on, is he really? He is. Bronson Pinchot, fantastic. I'll tell you what. Evan time? just said, Evan, what is it? It's the fourth? All right, this it's is the fourth. fourth. All right. Uh, Third one's the best one. Look, all right. The, the, come third on. one's the best one? Oh, my God. Stop. I love the amusement park Just one. because the microphone comes on doesn't mean it has to be a ridiculous statement. Yes. You can enjoy the third. You can't say it's the best, though. No. You don't have many sequels that top originals, and Beverly Hills Cop, not one of the ones that has a sequel topping the original. Uh, would that excite you as it excites me? To see that? That there's another Beverly Hills Cop coming. I don't think I, to the extent you're excited because you're quite excited, but I, I, I am, yes, very much interested in seeing it. I don't think there has been a bad Beverly Hills Cop yet. I have that? had to do some rethinking because when the announcement came down that there was going to be a new Top Gun, I was on the airwaves in San Francisco destroying that. I destroyed right. crews. I destroyed the concept. I destroyed the entire movie industry. And then I saw it, and it was pretty awesome, and I had to retract everything. Well, but you know who did that to us? Caddyshack, too. That's mm. who did that to us. We're going to put this on them. Yeah, I think we can. 
I, listen, well, it's has, not, there ever, has it's, there ever been a worse sequel? It's not the sequel. It's the fact that like a movie goes 20 years and then it's like, hey, let's just bring this back. Kind of what we're doing with Beverly Hills Cop here. I'm not a fan of that. Be creative. Try something new. Everything doesn't have to be a money grab. I don't need the 15th Fast and Furious. I don't need that. I agree. I'd like I an agree. original concept. That's why I'm a huge Christopher Nolan fan. Interstellar, great movie. Inception, great movie. He pumps good stuff out. I know people thought Tenet was too crazy, but it's still at least like an original concept. That's what I want. I want creativity. I don't want you to sit around a room and go, you know what we need? We need to go all the way back and bring back a remake of Home Alone. Like, we don't need a Home Alone remake. Just watch Home Alone. Who's in this Beverly Hills Cop? This, uh, new movie, Evan. Yeah, this cast is insane. Eddie Murphy. Oh, oh, Ju- Eddie Murphy's in it. Judge Reinhold. He's back. Yeah. Paul Reiser. Bronson Pinchot, who's Balky, obviously, from Perfect Pinchot. Strangers. Pinchot. Let's get it right. Let's These get are it also right. all people that Joseph, were in the original. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Kevin Bacon. Huh. Kevin Bacon, six degrees. You knew he was going to get in there somehow. Yeah. It would have been more of an upset if he wasn't. Right. If you had said Kevin Bacon wasn't in the movie, it'd be like, huh, I don't know who he offended. Yeah. Did he not pick up the phone that day? Is Joseph Gordon-Levitt the only young person in this movie? I, I Evan's mean, really scrolling here. Evan You're deep on that Taylor, IMDb like, page. Uh, uh, Taylor Evan Page. made this out in my ear like it was De Niro and, and it was going to be Clooney. Right. And, it's all the people that have been in the Beverly Hills cop, mo- cop movies. Right. When was Paul Reiser in it? Paul Reiser was in, yeah. like, the first one. I, again, the Is third, it his buddy in Detroit? The third yeah. one. The third one's the best one. I don't remember the other two. Jesus. I don't think you're qualified to say a whole lot more on this subject. Oh, God. Maybe that's just me. Is the third one the, of the Godfather series the best one, too? Haven't seen it. Yeah. Handman, do you even know what we're talking about? You haven't even weighed in on this. Well, yeah, I know I know what you're talking about, but I'm not like... Have you seen any of the Beverly I Hills Cops? I saw, I saw the first one when I was maybe 18 with my dad, but other than that, I have, I have you know, no strong feelings. Mm. Wow. That's, that's what makes good radio is not strong and not having strong feelings. Yeah. Being indifferent. Yeah. I'm sure you're excited for the Wonka movie coming, huh? Uh, if the kids like it. My kids are six and five, so we're, if they're at that stretch where they can sit through it and comprehend it, it's great. Cartoons have been the, the key for them, but now if we're going to go live action. Thanks for listening to the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. You can listen to Carlin versus Joe weekdays from noon to 3 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app. The Carlin versus Joe podcast.